if I had a dollar for every time I restarted the podcast episode, you know, I'd have at least 40 bucks. But, um, welcome back. It's been a year. Thank you for sticking around with me. Thank you for, um, listening. Thank you for understanding if you do. Thank you for giving it a shot if you're new. I just want to thank you. And, um, I want you to know you're the best because without you, there's no point in me doing any of this. So many things have happened. So many crazy, insane things going on in the world right now. I just want to take a brief moment once again and say, send your love, send, send whatever you can to help deescalate the situation. I'm not going to send love to any, any side. We're not going to take sides because I don't know about either side i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know what's either i don't know who i don't know what either side is in it for is what i'm trying to say you know i talk i keep it real i keep it 100 bro 100 i'm off the top of the head with this i'm trying not to script trying not to write stuff down trying to just go with the flow But send 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 positive vibes to those people on both sides. They need it. They need it. They, they really do. They need more than that. I know. I know. They need more than that. But what we can do is raise our vibrations and send positive vibes, positive love waves. Just keep circulating it. Just stay positive. The more you exude positive feelings and positive vibes, it'll get there. They'll fill it eventually, one day. One day soon. Lately, yo, I've been talking about, to myself, of course, because that's how I, um, that's how I figure it out. I've been talking about Ty Gettins. Ty Gettins. T-A-Y-G-E-T-A-N-S. And, um, I just learned about them, obviously. They are, um, a new spectacle for me and the um Gaia and the Gaia universe and um I want I want to share it with you uh a couple of basic things and what they're about <clears throat> maybe I'll do a part one part two so last season we we uh we pretty much we pretty much summed up the 1940s you know, the three-letter agencies. Um, we talked about um, Richard Doty. We talked about uh, David Adair. Super legends in the, in the game right now. Super living legends. And they need their, they need their, um, they need their, um, they need their props. And, and, and fuck you. And excuse my language, I'm sorry, but a big fuck you to everybody who, who, who ignores these people because at the end of the day, I hear all around, every every day almost, I hear someone at least once a day say something about something positive about veterans, about veterans. And, and it's it's like you say these positive things about them, but then these people that I talk about who are literally veterans, 
literally went through these things, literally can show you clearance and uh, prove prove uh, with documentation that they've worked at these places. They've done these things that they talk about. They've they can prove it. You call them crazy. Why aren't why don't they hold the most highest honor in society? I don't understand. Why aren't they on money? Why aren't these people the heroes of America? Why don't they wear the capes? Why can't they get the same respect that a regular veteran would? How dare you? That's disrespectful. And it's not fair. It's not fair. I'll tell you what. Put some respect on me. And I mean that. In my head, there were like five exclamation points after that, all right? That's how much I mean that. Listen. There was so much more that I could have talked about in that last season. Like the uh, 1952 fleet of UFOs that flew over Washington, D.C., uh, I don't understand how that's not being talked about, how that's not even a topic ever. How, how is that not a hot topic? Okay? This is what happened. And it's following the timeline. Y'all not understanding that. Sometime after after Operation High Jump, which was in the span of fucking two, excuse my language, like two, three years, maybe the Ariani, let's re, re, rewind a little bit. Ariani are the people that Admiral Richard Byrd met with when he went to Antarctica, flew to the Western uh, Hemisphere of that area, uh, they came out. UFOs, flew flew rods, took over his airplane. He had more than he his 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 Richard Bird had a diverse team with him. All right, they're not lying. Everybody can't be lying. They took over the airplane, cut the engines off, flew them inside the Earth, brought them to Agartha, the city he called looks like made of city or uh, diamonds and. Emeralds or whatever he said, something like that. It's a beautiful city made of diamonds, he said almost. And um, talks with their leader, and the leader explains, and, and um, you know, he explains in a very calmly manner that they're, they're here too. They exist. They, they're here on this planet. They're inside the planet. And we don't want you guys using nuclear warheads. We don't want you using nukes. We don't want you using nuclear power. It's dangerous, and you could potentially be setting us on a path of complete destruction. That's who the Ariani are. Okay? So, fast forward. We talked about all of that. And then right after that, sometime after that, Operation High Jump happened. And then 1952, there was a fleet of UFOs that flew over Washington, D.C. Washington scrambles jets. Scrambles them. Go! Get them. And UFOs make them look like fools. And it's not because the UFOs wanted them to. I don't know who was. I'm just going to say it was UFOs because I don't know who was inside flying the UFO. So I can't really give a name on who it was. But I want to say it was the Ariani. Who else could have been there to try to talk pieces, pieces, to try to talk peace treaties or try to talk some kind of like maybe they just they felt like they got Admiral Richard Byrd's attention to take the information back to Washington. And Washington sent uh, a fleet back maybe and they felt like they Maybe that's that was a threat or something like that. Maybe they felt like Washington wasn't trying to play ball. Maybe they felt like they needed to come face to face and talk to whoever was in charge. But obviously, what we don't know, we 
fear, quote unquote, but, you know, at least that's what they would want us to believe. So they could have a reason to just shoo them away. Like, shoo, go away. All right. We don't need y'all to tell us, you know, that you exist and all. Just go. We're good. Society's fine. We got this. That's what Washington or the Pentagon, that's what they're thinking. Whatever. Whoever was in charge then, that's, that's, this is what they're thinking. They don't want panic. They didn't want panic. We didn't understand that then. Not even a little bit. We didn't want, no, no, no. I'll take that back. We didn't want to understand that then, back then, in, in 1952. We didn't want to understand it. Embarrassed these jets. Embarrassed them. Embarrassed them. And um, it, there was just so much we could have talked about. So I'm thinking about go ahead and adding past ideas into the new season, or should I just, if, no, no, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and move forward with it. But if there's something new and interesting that's, that's, that, that correlates with anything I've been saying that's new and they mention something that, that connects with past information I've brought to you all, I would definitely include it. But the Ty Gettins, I just learned about them a month ago. Um, Yeah, from the planet Temur and Era, or something like that. Their son is the name Tigetan. And um, that's what they call themselves. That's why they call themselves Tigetans. And um, they exist for many reasons. And when I heard. The story of how they basically became arch enemies to the Zorgon, a.k.a. Draco Reptilian, a.k.a. the Lizard People. They, um, they had a, uh, they had a heavy heart on the souls, on the lives, the consciousness, the lives that were lost on the planets that they went to war with, um, because the Draco Reptilian Zorcon, Zorgons tried to uh, obviously take over. Um, yeah. Started on a planet, from what I was told, named Tiamat. Now, the, the story is so good, I want to rewrite the story. That's how good it is. I want to rewrite it and put it in my own words and... And give it to, uh, I don't know, maybe Jordan Peele and let him chop that up and, 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 and turn it into a movie because it is just that good. Uh, Tiamat. Some time ago. Centuries, maybe. Who knows? The Galactic Federation existed always. And um, don't know how they became arch enemies with the uh, Draco Reptilian, but... The way this story starts from the person who told us, I'll give you her name in another episode, or you can just look it up yourself, I guess. Her name's Swaru. I don't know why I'm playing around. I'm sorry. Her name's Swaru. Her name is Swaru. And um, she basically said what the reptilians did is they set up a dummy base on the planet Tiamat. Mm-hmm. Basically to ambush them. 
They use dummy radiation signals or uh, like electromagnetic transmissions to lure uh, a crew of the Galactic Federation, a.k.a. some Tigetans and probably a mix of other different races she never mentioned. They went to investigate the uh, the the uh, fake uh, the sig the, the trap signal basically, and they were ambushed. There was a massive amount of casualties, a massive amount of casualties. Uh, she said, and um, yeah, by the time you know the war was dying down, I guess the uh, Tigetans were kind of. Either they were on the lower end of the winning side or they just wanted to speed up the battle, which is really what she said. But there's always two sides to a story. So I'm going to always give my own opinion on a different outlook on what may have happened. And don't get me wrong. I'm not here to discriminate. I would love for a reptilian to come sit down at the same table and tell their side of the story because this is not like I said it's two sides to every story there's always two sides if there was ever a reptilian that wanted to sit down face to face with me and let me know what happened and we can debate that I would definitely put your story out there come talk to me let me get back to this story so they went and investigated war having a little battle broke out, a little battle of a huge battle broke out, mass amount of casualties. OK. And um, at the end of the day, I believe Tiamat held human beings as well. She didn't mention that. She never mentioned uh, what species inhabited the planet. OK. I do know that Draco reptilians, from what I've known, from what I've learned, they're known for taking over territories they just want to take over they are they're known for law breaking they're law breaking galactic pirates they take over they enslave they 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 all don't I can't categorize all of them this is just from what i told the draco reptilian there are different uh races of reptilian i want to say maybe maybe that's how i want to say that and the Draco Reptilian, who are more of the higher archy of the Reptilian race, they're just dominant. They're a dominant force, and they're uh, they're brute. And um, the Galactic Federation, um, the Tigetans, the um, that crew, uh, they uh, they wanted to end that war on Tiamat, and they ended up using some kind of nuclear weapon, one of the earliest known nuclear weapons, and they uh, pretty much destroyed that planet. Now, they had a karmatic feeling. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's a word, but they had some kind of like karma, bad karma feeling. They didn't want bad karma, I guess, or something like that after they talked to the higher council. And I'm going to definitely talk about that in another episode. The higher council, when 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 she showed a picture of the higher council, it looked like a Vimana, a Vimana. Oh, my gosh, it was it was so crazy. It looked like a Vimana, right? But like if you were under the Vimana. And you can see like the circular, the circular area of it. And you look inside. It's almost like it was 3D. It's like the Vimana was like there was like a uh, it was like a uh, it was like you standing in the middle of an arena and they were like in the crowd or something like that. But they were sitting at their own uh, areas of the council and they were like just different species. The way it was described, it was it was crazy. It was awesome. It was cool. And um 
it's got to it's got to there's got to be more info on, on the higher council got to know about that so the higher council talks to the Tigetans who the the, the rest the, the survivors of that battle from uh, Tiamat and the, and the Draco reptilians and they tell them since you have this karma karma feeling but there is no you know there's no such thing as karma it's just all in your mind it's like if you feel bad you're going to want to go do something good if you do something good you know you feel like something good should happen to you it's just it's it's a mind thing so they were telling them but they still Tigetans still felt some type of way about it, and they made the Tigetans uh, basically take the consciousness or the souls from that planet Tiamat. And this, if this is what I remember correctly, they, and this is kind of what I'm kind of putting together too at the same time. They took the souls or the consciousness because this is what you can, this is what happens. I guess you, the consciousness can be transferred to another body. So. They created more bodies. They, this is what they did. They took the consciousness and they found another planet. They, I think they, I think this planet actually belonged to the reptilians first because we keep finding dinosaur bones that are older than human bones, which makes no fucking sense to say that humans were here first. No, don't even fucking don't don't even question me on that. I could do a whole episode on that and shut questions down instantly. All right, let's not. Anyway. <clears throat> finding bones that are older than human bones i believe they took the consciousness of all those humans or whatever species they were i'm pretty sure they were maybe human it could have been human or we became human from whatever we were and they put us here but before they did that they used that nuclear weapon again destroyed all the dinosaur life because i can't find a single find me a hieroglyphic with a dinosaur and a man side by side or even fighting each other we got hieroglyphics of helicopters and fucking airplanes when they didn't exist but we can't find a hieroglyphic or a cave painting of a man and dinosaur fighting each other or side by side or riding on top of a fucking dinosaur let's use our head people exactly makes no fucking sense excuse my language <clears throat> but it's okay because we understand now we're understanding this is what this is about understanding getting an understanding they destroyed the dinosaurs wiped them out instantly and rebuilt on top of their asses the reptilians maybe found out came back to this planet uh and um after that enough of them came to the planet came back to the planet maybe and started manipulating the planet the humans see this is what happened they planted us here right maybe to trap them maybe it was for and maybe it was all in good spirit maybe it was all in good good health at first maybe it was all in goodwill at first but then they realized it was a reptilian planet maybe they realized they were here first they were like oh well obviously they'll come back we can trap more and they kind of baited us almost hear me out so when they came back when the reptilians came back they fucked with adam and eve quote unquote you know what i'm saying and then just kept kept sending us down a spiral over time and it's like the reptilians liked it and didn't realize what was really happening so 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 they they would call more reptilians back to the planet or whatever and next thing you know, they trapped them with the Van Allen belt. 
Do you know why we do you know why we have a Van Allen belt? No. It's to keep them here. This is a prison planet, y'all. This is what this is what Swaru, Swaru was telling me in the episode I watched. Sounds crazy. Of course it does. But it's the truth. They created the Van Allen belt. Shield after shield after shield. They control who comes on this planet. They control. They make sure they try to control who comes to this planet and making sure and make sure they're doing something positive and nothing negative. But the negative that are here cannot escape. And that's what I was told. They aren't going anywhere. As hard as they try. Because of the Van Allen belt. Which is fucking insane. Every time I learn something new about this subject, it just blows my mind because it's always something that course. And they even mentioned Swaru mentioned that the tide. She mentioned the Ariani. She mentioned when she mentioned the Ariani, all she had to do was say the name. Boom. There it is. It's like you can't make this up. They're not making this up. They're not. This is not scripted. This is just people who have these happenings happening to them. And they're coming out and telling what they know. And some of the outer planetary beings are cooperating, are in cahoots with some interplanetary beings. Or surface world beings. I wouldn't say interplanetary. Because I would be talking about Ariani and, and other groups. This world is huge. It's a, it's a huge honeycomb. You saw Godzilla. I talked about that. You saw the beginning of Godzilla. Watch the first 15 minutes. You'll know. They mentioned Admiral, Admiral Richard Byrd. They mentioned him. They mentioned him. But my podcast episode mentioned him first. I don't have access to fucking Godzilla uh, info before it comes out. I didn't know they were going to put that in the movie. Shocked me. Surprised me. Took my breath away. Not going to lie to you. I didn't know if it was a blessing or if it was a curse because no one's talking about it. No one cares about it. And that's how you know either we just fear this topic or we just don't care. And I think it's fear. And it shouldn't be. We need to embrace what is now. We do with every other subject, every other trend, but we can't embrace this subject without feeling fear. It's not fair for people like me. She also talked about, Swaru also talked about the moon. Which I always, I was always infatuated with the moon. She also talked about the moon. The moon is a, it's basically a base that basically projects a hologram over the earth, keeping us 
and through in third dimension. We can ascend to fourth dimension. Fourth dimension, from what Swaru said, is the dimension, if you ever noticed, a medium can see uh, spirits. That's fourth dimension. Fourth dimension uh, consists of goblins, dragons, monsters, uh, ghosts, fairies, trolls. From, from what I was listening to, this is exactly what Swaru said. But we can't see these things. But they are around us all the time. Those videos you've seen with those little, little tiny bodies... The glitches, they aren't supposed to exist, but they do because the glitches have happened because one of their, uh, uh, four, four of, uh, 12, their nuclear reactors are, uh, they're, uh, needing new, a new source of energy or something like that. And to keep the hologram and. And that's why there's been a lot of glitches and a lot of weird things happening. Like um, people see Bigfoot or something like that. They're not supposed to see Bigfoot. You always see Bigfoot or you always hear about seeing Bigfoot in like wooded areas, forests and things like that. And that's the thing. The hologram um, is, is, is it has weak points when it comes to forest areas. So like if it's failing at some point, um, you might see something that you... And, and like if it fails at some point and you're camping or something like that, you're in the woods or you're hunting or something like that, and you see something that you know should not probably exist, it's probably because the moon has a glitch in it. Yep, that's what I was told. And um, they have technicians. They're called uh, Dyslientiplex. 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 Something like that. And they're working on the last four of uh, 12 nuclear reactors to uh, keep the things we aren't supposed to see unseen, basically. It's, uh, it's an insanely good listen. Swaru of uh, Era. I'm sure. I hope. Definitely a Tigetan. Definitely a new story. Definitely one of the top 10 stories I've heard on the Gaia app. And always interesting. So if you have not got a hold of it, you're new, checking in, listening. This is, uh, this is it, y'all. We're getting close. And I'll tell you, ever since I was a kid, I always looked at the moon like I just knew something like something was just something was just something, something was about it. And then I learned that the moon without it, the tides of the oceans would just go crazy. It would rage. And I, I, I never understood that. I never understood that. I never understood why. The moon would be so important to um to to earth and the more i thought about it the more i wanted to know the more i looked at it the more i felt connected to it 
And now here today I am learning things I would have never thought I would learn about it. And I'm grateful. And who knows, maybe I'll start a new religion. Maybe we should just start worshiping the moon. I mean, it it it's done a lot. It does a lot. Obviously, it's keeping us, it's keeping our oceans. If it keeps our oceans at bay, it's saving a lot of lives. <laughs> I'm just saying. And if I'm wrong, let me know. But the Tigetans definitely need a part two. I need more info. I will have more info. And this in this season uh, coming up pretty fast. I'm not gonna uh, delay anymore. I definitely have to talk about the movie series. I know you've probably heard about it. Who cares? I have to give my take on it. I have to give my opinion on it. I have to give you my final thought on that movie and key points in that movie. That'll definitely be an interesting uh, episode. I want you to look out for that. It's going to be the next one. Pinpoint uh, the man who created an engine for cars that can run on water and was basically assassinated in a cracker barrel. Crazy as shit, y'all. I'm back. And I want y'all to know something. I appreciate y'all for listening. Sorry for the wait. Have a good night. I'll try to as well.